All right, everybody, we have 10 minutes here with Adam and Ruben, and now we're going to talk about, in uh, the theme of transporting your firearms and ammunition, one thing, and you've alluded to it a couple of times here and there, is the idea of NFA items, which can get a little bit trickier than the regular items, as if uh, as if to the maybe newcomer to transporting things outside of their uh, their little home zone, as if that didn't already seem challenging enough. Maybe they have an SBR or a suppressor, an SBS, whatever it might be, and they think, gee, how am I going to do this? I remember when I got my first tax stamps back, I felt like there's nothing I can't do. <laughs> I know, right? I, got, I paid every fine I need to pay. I'm good to go. That's not the case. Not necessarily. So what what are some of the things that you got to consider uh, extra considerations that need to be taken in, into consideration? So sorry yes. when you have one of these items. Step number one: ensure that the item in question is legal where you're going. Oh yeah, that's a big that's a big first consideration. You can't so just like, go anywhere with it. So like Ruben and I's homeland of Minnesota to the west, short barrel shotguns, no go. Not a thing at all. Not just a thing at all. N- just none. illegal. Okay. Legal here in Wisconsin, not legal there. Legal in South Dakota. Hmm. Right. That should tell you You've something. got a stamp, don't matter. You might want to read into that. Or I'm assuming South Dakota. Check into that. But for example, <laughs> um, it's better here. Yeah. So anyway, make sure it's legal where you're going. Step number two, suppressor, or once, once it is legal where you're going, it is legal to go there. Okay. So it is legal to cross through a state that they're illegal on your way somewhere else, as long as you don't stop or you know do stuff while you're there. It's what illegal. if you have to go to the bathroom? Sorry. It, legal to pass through. You know, I think I'm not going to elaborate on that, but it's legal to pass through. There's doctrine and, and ahead. case law for that. Gatorade bottle. Um, adult diapers. Same thing. Illinois. <laughs> it's legal to pass through. Okay. In in the case of suppressors. No additional paperwork is needed. If they're legal where you're going and they're legal where you're at, you can just go there. Okay. As long as you have, I mean, no matter what you're doing with NFA items, you're supposed to have your documentation that says it's cool for you to have that. So you're always supposed to have proof of of registration when you're doing anything with it. And Um, that doesn't necessarily mean I got the email on my phone that I can bring up in a second, or is that sufficient? I believe believe if you have a picture of it of a certain resolution, so like a a good picture of it. Okay. Not one that That was like taking a 1998 toaster? Pro tip, scan your tax stamp when it comes back. Shrink it down. To one quarter size. That's what I did. Yeah. Because the printer I was using had you good just resolution. Have it, like, driver's mm-hmm. license size. Laminate it. Roll it up. Put it in your grip on your gun. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was wondering yep. that was coming oh, when you said wow. roll it up. But that's or in every gun case you own. If right. we were, if we were to pause for a second too, like the only law enforcement entity that can demand you show them that documentation is the ATF. Okay. So, local highway patrol technically doesn't have jurisdiction to say, show me your stamp. They can detain you until the local ATF field agent shows up. But like when people worry about that documentation, have it, be ready to show it. The chances of having to actually show that somebody, to date, I've had NFA items for several years now. I've never been asked to produce that information. Okay. I don't know anyone that I've talked to that has had to either. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's happened. Well, assume that it may have it, to. You, you, need, right. you are you are 
uh, obligated to be ready for that to happen. It has never happened to either I, Ruben or myself or anyone that we know. We know a lot of people. But you and having multiple copies of the same document is A-OK. Yep. So. Yep. And even, even like if by the numbers, you know, you're supposed to have the original, like the originals are so valuable. I don't know anybody that carries around the originals. The originals are all in safes. Seems dangerous. Just because, you know, right. it's, it's just, it's too valuable to lose. Right. So legal where you are, legal where you're going. You can go there as long as you have your documentation with suppressors, short barrel rifles, short barrel shotguns. Uh, I believe machine guns are the same way. I don't have any machine guns, so I'm not super familiar on this. But those require an additional step, and that step is called Form 20. It's actually a bigger number, that 20, that I don't have memorized off the top of my head. But basically, it's an ATF form. If you, if you Google form to ATF Form 20, it'll pop up. It's basically a form very similar to the registration forms. It just lists where it is, where you want to take it, what items you're taking, what dates you're going to be taking them there. You sign it, and then you send it to ATF, basically notifying them and requesting permission. Hmm. That process takes currently takes about a couple weeks. For the process, it's much faster than the actual registration process. And this so, is something you've done a lot. Yes. Yep. So anytime you're crossing out of your state. Basically. Now, so you, so you send them this form. They approve it, send it back to you. That is now your permission slip to transport your short barrel rifle, short barrel shotgun, whatever, across, you know, to this destination and back. What a lot of people don't understand about this form is it's, it's good for up to a year. So the astute form completer would select a date, like sometime in the near future, and then when they put the second date, they would select a date that is one year less a day from the first date that they picked. And now you are good to travel back and forth to that place for one calendar year. Hmm. So you need to have a form and you need approval for ATF to transport it somewhere, but you get that permission for up to a calendar year. So most people do that. Okay. So in my case, like for three gun stuff where we're travel, I'm bringing an SBR to three gun matches. I know in advance what matches we're going to for the year. So I fill out five, six, however many form twenties to go to those places okay. for a year. And then I have all the documentation that I need to travel back and forth. More often than not, it, it uh, comes up with people who like live on the border of two states. So like I live just on the Wisconsin side of the Minnesota-Wisconsin border. So you select an address, you know, place, you know, if your family has a cabin or something like that in Minnesota, like this is the place that I go, you're good for a year to go back and forth. And all of them are state specific. There's no, maybe reciprocity is not the right word, but like, uh, yeah, it's good for Wisconsin, Minnesota, whatever. They, they want you to put a specific address on there. So, like when okay. I when it's I a permission slip. Yeah. So, so okay. when I'm taking an SBR to Texas, I'm taking it to the Triple C range in Crescent, Texas. Got it. You know, at right. this address. Okay. Now, okay. now you're going to travel back and forth between those places. You know, doesn't say you have to take the most direct route there, but that's where I'm going. Okay. For a year. So. Now, and when you go down to Texas and you're going to hang out at Triple C, you don't have to camp out at Triple C and practically live at Triple C, right? Correct. So your Airbnb Correct. that's down the road. Correct. Nobody's going to be like, why aren't you at Triple C at 2 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Again, Unless like nobody's ever... At 2 a.m. Yeah. Right. But that's, that's the quick and dirty on it. It's legal where you are, legal where you're going, have your documentation. Suppressors are good to go at that point. Okay. SBRs, SBSs, destructive devices, you need to fill out Form 20. Form 20 is good for up to a year for wherever you're going. And that's 
Is there a cost? No. No. Okay. Well, that's nice. That's one of those things, too, where uh, a lot of times people talk about, like, a pistol brace, right? Like, what's it? What's the benefit of getting an SBR versus getting a pistol AR? That's one of those things where you wouldn't have to do that. Yeah, yep. you could just go wherever it's legal Correct. to have it. Correct. As long as pistols are legal there. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. I tell you, the, the NFA item thing, it's just the regulations around it. You look at them and you just, to me, it's kind of puzzling at times. I don't know if that's the right way to word it. Because you got to be, uh, you got to be like kind of careful with that. I would order. agree, yep. but there you kind of open Pandora's box when you start start going after some of that legislation right? too. You know, because yeah, it, it can just as easily go the other way. So, uh, but I'll, but I that's don't how get too political. On no, it. right? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Make but sure you some, refer to everything too before you just go and take our word for it. it yeah. Right? Exactly. You should. Uh, these are this is based on experience and, and knowledge, but as, as Ruben said, you should always consult I think regulations of the place that you are, where you're going, all that stuff. A lot of our purpose here, too, at, in, in these podcasts is to let you as a listener know that it's not, it doesn't have to be scary to no. fly with firearms, to exactly. fly with guns. Yeah. You, know, you should always consult your regulations, but it's, it's really pretty simple, and follow the law, be polite, but, I mean, as, if you do that, like, you're probably good to go. Like, those, are, those are really good things to follow for really i'd say life yeah mm-hmm. well like i mean if you follow read the law, these rules polite. if you read yeah. the nfa rules, rules if you read the tsa rules like it's scary stuff like you would think there's no way to do this right and not get in trouble i mean like our purpose here we've kind of digested it for you yeah and framed it and now if you look at it listen to this podcast and then look at it through that lens now it's like oh yeah that's yeah. super simple. A lot of the t- mm-hmm. a lot yeah, of the we're times just digesting it for you. A lot of times, whether it be NFA, ATF stuff, or you know, traveling with firearms, there's yeah. A lot of times there is fine print, but I think for us, with some of the stuff we've talked about on these episodes, it's you know assuring you that there's really not much fine print. They're not trying. They're not mm-hmm. out to try and have a gotcha moment where they tricked you into doing something. It's really a lot more simple than it yeah. seems. Like you were saying, Adam, too, it's it's kind of sometimes like looking at the directions for an Ikea piece of furniture or mm-hmm. the service manual for doing whatever on a car. Mm-hmm. You look at the instructions, you're like, I am never, ever going to get to complete this. And then you mm-hmm. kind of start doing it, and you're like, oh, okay, I guess it kind of just makes sense. Yeah. Well, and then once you do it once, it might have taken you 15 hours the first time. Yeah, yeah, But if yeah. you had to do it again, you'd be like, oh, this will take yeah. you know, exactly well, an hour. And like TSA airport people, I mean, they're just people doing a job, having a day, earning a check. Yep. Like that's what they're doing. ATF field agents, I know some. They have better things to do than check your stamp. They they got bigger fish to fry, you know. So on the whole, these people aren't out to get you unless you are really doing something you're not supposed to be doing. And if you are, well, they're professionals. They're gonna find you. That's on you. <laughs> that's on you. That's on you. But on the whole, they're no not tips out. For that. They're not out to get you. I have no expertise on any of that. I have, I have nothing to say. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not scary. Just know the rules of where you're going and be a good person. Good stuff. That's a great way to close it. All right, everybody. What do you think about all these things revolving around uh, traveling with the things we know and love? Uh, if you have any other questions, hit us up. Any other topic ideas you definitely uh, desperately want to hear about, let us know, too. And uh, that's what we're here for. Thanks again, Adam, Rube. Thanks, guys. See Thanks. you, guys. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.